For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's going on, everybody? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. chats on the late recap for the Detroit Pistons game. Uh, like the philosopher Drake said, better late than never, but never late is better. I 100% apologize for the <coughs> lack of timing <laughs> behind this recap. It's 100% my fault. I actually looked this morning. I uh, was looking for the recap episode. It wasn't up there. I went and looked at the schedule, and there it was, D-Y-L-A-N, right there, right next to the Pistons recap. So I completely dropped the ball. It's 100% my fault. <clears throat> but, hey, let's go ahead and dive right into this game in which the Thunder were able to walk away victorious 123-110. And we're going to go ahead and hook up the TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. Alright, so the big thing to take away from this game was Blake Griffin for the Detroit Pistons went the frick off. Dude finished with 45 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, only 1 turnover. He shot 11 of 20 from the field, that is over 50%. 14 to 16 from the free throw line. <clears throat> That's not even as crazy as shooting stat. <clears throat> Dude shot 9 of 14 from deep. I mean, it was ridiculous the amount of shots that he was getting to go in. Um, before we go any further on this recap, I just want to say, full disclosure, <clears throat> like I said, I forgot that I was on this recap. So I actually fell asleep midway through the third quarter thinking there would be no consequences to this, but <clears throat> I did pay attention in the first half and, you know, the beginning of the third quarter, so <clears throat> I'm still going to bring that recap for you, all right? So yeah, like I said, man, Blake went off, and the fact that the Thunder were, with eight, or were able to withstand a 45-point outing from, you know, one of the stars in the NBA and still <clears throat> eke out a 13-point victory is, is pretty telling, especially you know, with the way the Thunder have been playing, and especially with playoffs coming right around the corner, it's really helpful because you look around the league, you look around the Western Conference, you know, you got James Harden who could drop 45 on you. You got Steph Curry, Kevin Durant who could drop 45 on you. Apparently, Jamal Murray could drop 45 on us at any given time. So, <clears throat> you know, you look at those matchups. Donovan Mitchell, another one. You got 
you know, there's people throughout the playoffs that can drop 45 or more or maybe a little less. And it's it's going to be imperative to withstand that barrage of points being scored and still eke out a win. And <clears throat> the Thunder were able to do that. <clears throat> With the exception of Blake Griffin, the Thunder actually played some pretty good defense, particularly on Andre Drummond, who finished the game four points. All right. This is one of the most dominant big men in the entire NBA. He leads the league in rebounding. He's averaging 17 and 15 a game. But the Thunder were able to hold him to four points and only nine rebounds. Now, he did have five blocks, so that's not nothing to you know, sniff your nose to. But <clears throat> all in all, the Thunder did a great job of limiting and containing Andre Drummond. Reggie Jackson had 10 points. Ish Smith had 10 off the bench. Langston Galloway had 11 off the bench. And after that, that was it, man. I mean, Thom Aker had 8 points. Zaza had 7. We'll talk more about him in a second. Wayne Ellington had 8 points. <clears throat> the Thunder did a great job of containing the rest of the team. All right, now, let's talk about the Thunder a little bit, all right? <clears throat> so we was led by none other than Paul George, who dropped a cool 30 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and two steals. <clears throat> he did so in 11 of 24% uh, shooting, with right around 40%. Four of seven from deep, which is, that's good. Like, that that's what we want to see. Four of seven, that is a good shooting clip. And also four of four from the free throw line. You love to see that. That's very encouraging. <clears throat> um, I think for this game in particularly, <clears throat> you know, early going, Paul George looked more comfortable than he has in the past month. You know, Obviously, this guy was playing at an MVP caliber level um, early in the season before the All-Star break and before his injury, but after All-Star break, after his injury, he's kind of looked uncomfortable out there in spots and spurts, <clears throat> and I mean, if this game's any indication, Paul George is rounding right back into MVPG form right before the playoffs, which is great news for the Oklahoma City Thunder. <clears throat> All right, going right down here, man. Jeremy Grant had 19 points, 7 rebounds. Shot 8 of 16, good for 50%. 3 of 8 from deep, which is right around 40%. 0 of 2 from the line. I would have liked for him to make his free throws, but <clears throat> Jeremy Grant is a huge weapon for this team. And he is going to be so important come playoff time. Um, so for him to shoot 50% and be able to knock down three three-pointers, hey, I'll take it all day or day. <clears throat> Steven Adams, man. We just talked about Steven Adams in the past couple weeks. Like, he's really starting to turn it on. Just like Paul George did tonight, Steven Adams started to turn it on. 14 points, 14 rebounds, 7-9 shooting. <clears throat> and a lot of those were timely baskets. Um, they were big momentum-shifting baskets. So, kudos to Steve, and hopefully this is a trend that continues as we get into playoffs. All right, and Terrence Ferguson, mm, talk about a trend that we don't want to see coming to playoffs. Two points, four rebounds, one of one shooting. Hey, he shot 100%. Can't say too much about that. <clears throat> what I can say is I need more volume of shots from Terrence Ferguson. Um, particularly, he had no attempts from the three-point line. It's not going to cut it, G. We need you to shoot that three ball. We need you to... You know, at least shoot it to keep the defense honest to space the floor, but we know that you can make it, too. So, 
I definitely want to see more shots for Terrence, but hey, he shot 100%, so good on you, Terrence. <clears throat> All right, so next up we got Nermal Zalel. He had six points, four rebounds, four steals, and two blocks in about 16 minutes of actions, just really stuffing the stat sheet. Um, <clears throat> a couple of these steals he actually got um, on the fast break, and it turned into a fast break of our own. So, it was some really timely defensive plays. Uh, he finished the rest layup with a tip slam. Again, just momentum shifting plays, just like Steven Adams had. So, Maryland's has been huge for us all season. It's kind of struggled here lately, but hey, <clears throat> another 100% game. We'll take that all day. I, I would like to see <clears throat> Maryland's get more shots than two shots a game. I'd like to see him get four or five shots a game because I do feel like he gives us you know, another dimension to our offense that we're just not seeing. Maybe it's something that we're saving for playoffs. I don't know, but I would like to see Nermans get more touches, more shots. <coughs> Speaking of uh, touches, Markeith Morris had, I mean, I I'm not going to say that because Markeith Morris, for all intents and purposes, had a great game. He had 12 points. He had five rebounds. Um, and he shot 5 of 12, you know, about 40%. He made one or two of his three-pointers, so 50% from three, and he made his free throw. <clears throat> and the big thing about Markeith Morris is his his elevated play was a direct, um, cor it was directly correlated to the somebody else being on the floor that no none of the Thunder fans, no Thunder fan could realistically have predicted this. But when Patrick Patterson came on the floor for all four of the minutes Patrick Patterson came out onto the floor for, <clears throat> Markeith Morris and Dennis Schroeder thrived in the pick and roll. Um, I know he got, I think he got three straight moves to the basket and he hit that three. So of the five shots Markeith Morris made, four of them Patrick Patterson was on the floor for. And, <clears throat> you know, Markeith Morris is the guy that replaced Patrick Patterson post-All-Star break. So, I don't know, it's just kind of weird to see Patterson come out on the floor and immediately open things up for Markeith Morris. But, hey, it was great to see Patterson out there. You know, he missed his only shot attempt. It was a three. <clears throat> it was a good look. It almost went down. But the guy was making smart moves with the basketball. He's playing solid defense. And, obviously, he helped out Markeith. So, I wouldn't be mad to see Patterson play more. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> um, speaking of... Somebody that I'd like to see play more. Deontay Burton only got one minute along with Hamdou Diallo and Abdon Nader, which is kind of shocker because Nader's been getting a lot of minutes ever since he creeped his way into the rotation. <coughs> um, obviously, it looks as though the Thunder are trying to shrink the rotation going into playoffs, and the rotation looks to be the starters with Dennis Schroeder, Nermos Noel, Markeith Morris, and Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton had six points. He made both of his three-point attempts. He missed both of his layup attempts. But, hey, if Raymond Felton can hit open threes in the corner and on the wings for us, I'll take it. That's about the only thing I want to see Ray do is hit open threes. Um, let me take that back. That is the only thing I want to see Raymond Felton do. <laughs> um, but talking about backup point guards, Dennis Schroeder, man. The guy finished with 14 points, 10 assists, to one turnover. It's a 10 to 1 ratio from your backup point guard. 
and seven rebounds. This guy, let me talk about this for a second. This guy finished three rebounds from a triple-double off the bench. He was a team-high plus 22. <clears throat> he had a steal to boot. He only shot six of 14, one of five, one of one, but he was able to score and he was able to, you know, attack the guards as they came up on him. And those 10 assists, man, I mean, that speaks for itself. As I said, you know, Patterson coming out there kind of opened up the pick and roll for Markeith Morris. So he had about three or four assists to Markeith Morris alone in that stretch. But Dennis Schroeder has been a godsend for the Thunder. He struggled in stretches, yes. Defensively, he could give a little bit more effort. Absolutely. I'm not going to argue with you that, with you on that. <clears throat> but overall, this guy is a huge improvement over Raymond Felton. And I love Ray, but you know, when your backup point card can get you 10 assists, that's huge. So, congrats, Dennis Schroeder. You're not the player of the game, but I am happy for you. Hey, speaking of player of the game, though, you know, I think it's time. We should probably hand that out. So, tonight's Academy Award, or I guess last night's Academy Award for the player of the game goes to... Starting at card, 6-3 from UCLA, number zero, Absolutely, it's got to be Russell Westbrook. The man finished with... 19 points, 15 assists, 8 rebounds to follow up his 2020-20 game. Only 4 turnovers with a 15-4 to turnover ratio. Also had a steal to go with that. Shot 6 of 18, 1 of 4 from deep, 6 of 10 from the 3 throw line. So, it didn't have a great night shooting the ball, but in terms of just imposing his will <coughs> and really just closing the door on this thing, that's what he did, man. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but late in the third quarter, uh, Russell Westbrook was driving in. He did a spin move with his left hand. As soon as he got straight square with the basket again, he flipped it back with his left hand to Steven Adams for a ridiculous no-look pass. Steven, of course, crushed the dunk. And if you could see on the replay, Terrence Ferguson's just standing in the corner with his hand on his head. Just, wow, hand on his head. Oh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Hands on his head. Just in utter disbelief. And after that, the Thunder just rolled, man. You know, it didn't matter how many points Blake Griffin was going to score. Although, I'm glad it stopped at 45. <laughs> he took over the game like he has time and time again. <clears throat> and despite his crazy stat line, the thing that gives him the player of the game is two things, actually. One, he clinched, averaging a triple-double for the third consecutive season. Now, listen, Russell Westbrook has normalized the triple-double. It is no longer a big deal if he does a triple-double. It's almost expected of him, <clears throat> which is just ridiculous to say because if you go through the league and you look at all the people who haven't had a triple-double, it's, it's kind of ridiculous, all right? But this is a record that nobody thought would ever break again. M- many videos, 
LeBron, KD, Kobe, Magic Johnson saying in a Hall of Fame speech, nobody else is ever going to break Oscar Robertson's record for triple doubles in a season. But one man, Russell Westbrook, has done it not once, not twice, but three seasons in a row. The Brody is ridiculous. He is special. He is relentless. He, the amount of God-given talent this man possesses is, is just unreal. <clears throat> and we are privileged to be able to watch him play basketball in our lifetime. Um, I, I just I don't want to overstate like how special Russ Westbrook is, and he should be appreciated for how awesome he is. All right, so after that, <laughs> the real reason he's player of the game, late in the second quarter, I believe, Zaza Pachulia gets the ball, is about to go up. Russell Westbrook goes up with him, comes down, gives him a hard smack across the face. And he, he received a technical foul, and hey, he earned it. I don't think Russell Westbrook would sit here and argue with you that that was a technical. He didn't argue with the refs. He took his technical, and <clears throat> he went on about his game. But let me tell you something. That has been a long time coming. If you recall, uh, Russell Westbrook's first year without Kevin Durant, we played the Golden State Warriors, and Zaza Pachulia just straight up shoved him to the ground on a foul and stood over him. And it it was kind of a big deal because none of Russ's teammates came over to help him up or even stick up for him, um, you know, towards, uh, towards Zaza Pachulia. Um, the next time we played, you know, of course, that's when Dre got his head in KD's chest and everything. So <clears throat> it was a lot different than the first time they played. But just last year, Russell Westbrook, Zaza end up on the floor, and uh, Zaza lands on Russ's leg. Some think intentionally. Russ thinks intentionally. Paul George thinks intentionally. Others think not. I personally think it's intentional. Just because I know the type of player Zaza is, this is the guy who slid under Kawhi's leg um, when the Spurs were up like 20 points in the Western Conference Finals. And, of course, Kawhi was gone for the playoffs and the Warriors just cakewalked into the um, NBA Finals. <clears throat> so we know what kind of Zaza, or player Zaza is. So <clears throat> we're led to believe that it was intentional. And Russ said... I don't remember if it was after that game or after the first game. After that instance, he said, he hit me kind of hard. Okay, it was the first game. <clears throat> he said, he hit, hit me kind of hard, but it's all right. I'm going to get his AWS back. Straight up, I'm going to get his AWS back. Whenever that is, I don't know when it's going to be, but I don't play that game. Took him two seasons, but daggone it if Russell Westbrook didn't get Zaza back. Um, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, he should be tossed. It was intentional. He, to be fair, <clears throat> probably was intentional, but he kind of made a play at the ball. <laughs> Where Zaza had the ball in his hands, Russ could have been going for a block at first, but once he realized he wasn't going to block it, it's like, all right, let's get this guy back one time. I think he got him back. But, yeah, for getting Zaza back, for making history once again, and for just a ridiculous stat line, and of course, sealing the victory, 
Russell Westbrook, you are tonight's, or again, last night's player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Whatever. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this recap. Once again, I'm sorry for the timing of this recap. Um, releasing almost a full 24 hours after the fact. Um, again, that was my bad. I will, it will not happen again on my watch. I sincerely apologize. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the content. If you did, of course, follow us on Twitter at OKC Top of Thunder. Follow my page at Thunder Chats. You can listen to all of our podcasts, the whole archive, and now that's thunderbasketball.com. <clears throat> Go ahead and find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Leave us a positive review and a five-star rating. That really helps us. We appreciate it. It makes us all warm and fuzzy inside. Um, and you can check us out on the Dash Radio Network, the Nothing But Net Network, at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep, okay. Just make sure I had the times right. 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 4 p.m. Central Standard Time um, on every Monday. So definitely check us out there. And I believe the next podcast we have coming out is going to have a super special guest. That is going to be recorded tomorrow, which is Sunday. Probably release that, if not tomorrow night, possibly Monday. So definitely stay tuned for that. And guys, we just want to thank you guys for following us in this long season. You know, players are approaching. The Thunder has clinched the playoff berth. So we're going to keep this thing going. But I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart uh, for all the love and support that you guys have shown us throughout the season. <clears throat> all right, enough being happy. I'm going to go eat me a steak. Y'all have a great night. God bless. Don't forget, Thunder up! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.